Howdy, people persons. I figured I'd talk a little bit about the concept of headspace and how naming things in writing relates to that. Well, naming anything, really, but it's most relevant in my life to writing. You may have heard me talk about headspace before if you listen to Crucible of Realms. What I'm talking about when I discuss headspace is the idea of there being only so much space in people's heads at the moment, or the current public consciousness, if you will. For example, YouTube is something that is very much in the public consciousness right now. It's a very popular part of the internet. YouTube is something a lot of people are going to recognize when you mention it. It's a brand name. Actually, an example that works even better is Coke. Coke apparently is one of the most recognizable words on the planet. No matter what language you're speaking in, people will know what you're talking about when you say Coke. Cocaine, obviously. No, no, not cocaine, but in fact a fizzy drink. Coca-Cola. So, if you write a story, and in it you have a substance that you call Coke, people's minds at first are going to go to the fizzy drink rather than whatever it is you have in mind. Now, their minds may immediately jump to the next thing if you're writing in context about, say, somebody using cocaine, because that's common enough. But, say, for example, if you're writing a steampunk story and you want to talk about an engine part and you name that engine part the Coke Accelerator because it burns coke, that kind of fuel that's made from coal, people will probably at first think that you're talking about a machine that accelerates Coca-Cola. Now, where I find you have to deal with this kind of thing most often is where you're naming characters. I always try to remember to Google a name that I'm thinking of using before I start using it. A good example of that happened recently in a story that I'm working on right now. I had originally thought to call a character Miss Bell. It's a pseudonym that she uses that kind of indicates that she's a Southern Belle. However, shortly after I put it in the story, I thought to myself, you know, I'd better Google this just in case. And I did, and I found a number of hits that were relevant to a character that's, I think, from the TV show Once Upon a Time. Now, I haven't had a chance to see that show yet, though I'd like to at some point, but I gather from what I've read that there's a character in there who, at least part of the time, is referred to as Miss Bell, with the same spelling and everything, and I suspect it's probably a reference to Beauty and the Beast. And it's one of those things that doesn't seem to be a hugely popular reference, but enough people know it that... There are people online role-playing that character in social media or forum storytelling games or play-by-post games or what have you. So there is at least some fandom behind that character. And this character that I'm working on is not that character. She's not really anything like that character. At least the way that I have her in my head right now, she's not. But if I were to go on calling her Miss Bell, then I think once the story got out, inevitably there would be at least a small population of people who thought that I was referencing Once Upon a Time and who would place their impressions of the character on that and try to essentially in their minds make her into that character or worse accuse me of plagiarism and it only really takes one person yelling loud enough to start a nasty chain reaction especially with social media being the way that it is these days so that's something i don't really want to have to deal with also it's not an association that would be in any way helpful i think to get the idea of the character across I want as many readers as possible to have, I guess, what you'd call a genuine experience with this thing, and something that's not going to get thrown into tangents by other fandom that's out there. Now, there's only so much damage control you can do of that kind. 
I mean, every name that you can possibly think of has probably already been used by somebody. And I know a number of writers who will use that as an argument for not worrying about headspace at all. They like to say things like, I have decided that this character will be named this, and no one shall gainsay anything that I say about it. I will call her Miss Bell, and to hell with anyone who dares try to say that she is a character from once upon a time. Dive! Dive! Barone! Okay, I'm sorry, I got a little carried away there. For some reason in my mind, everyone who blunders forward in that fashion because they don't want to have to worry about details basically sounds like Brian Blessed. But you know, it's each content creator's right to set up their creative process however they see fit, and that's fine. And when people of various fandoms lash out at them or distort the meanings of the things that they write, they don't care, because they're really not writing for them. They're just writing for the people they care about. I, however, like to be what is, in my opinion, a little more approachable about it, and hopefully stand a better chance of getting the business of people from other fandoms. Because there is absolutely nothing wrong with their fandoms. Whatever it is they like. It doesn't matter. For example, I'm thinking there are people out there who watch Once Upon a Time religiously, but who might also like the story that I'm writing. So to make the transition easier for those folks, I'm going to call the character Miss Dixie. And it's also not just for them, I've got my own internal vetting process that I use when I'm trying to think of names, and I found that Miss Dixie fit the character pretty well. It says things about other facets of the character that the name Miss Bell doesn't really bring out so much, but it also hints at her southern side. And I also Google searched Miss Dixie and couldn't really find much, at least not much that I think is going to be a problem in this case, so I went with it. Of course, now having mentioned the TV show Once Upon a Time several times for this example, I'm sure that someone who actually does watch that show is going to comment and tell me that I'm utterly wrong about that character, but that's okay. Like I said, I was just trying to avoid any potential psychological landmines that might be waiting for me as I write this story. But anyway, my point, and I do have one, is that I think there is room in people's heads for many things. People can become fans of many things, and it's okay for them to like different kinds of things. And I think that if I respect that, then I'm helping that process. And hopefully, in doing so, helping myself as well. Because I gotta tell you, there is nothing quite like having someone read your work and come back to you and talk about it, and they totally get it. They know exactly where you're coming from, and they like the story, and they can tell you exactly why they like the story, and they like the characters, and they can tell you exactly why they like the characters. And, ah, I tell you, it's one of the most awesome feelings in the universe, I think. And so that's why I try only to fly in other people's headspace when I have clearance. And I'm sure there's probably a drone joke or an air traffic control joke we could ring out of that metaphor, but let's not worry about that. Life is too short, so I shall talk to you all later. Take care. Dive! Dive! Dive!